0: Hey everyone, welcome to Friday Night Live. I'm your host, Ben from Edge of Wonder. And tonight, the filmmaker and content creator, Simon Essler is going to be on the show with me. And we're going to be talking about something that a lot of fans have been concerned about, Mother's Day. (laughs) Did you hear that companies are now opting out of celebrating Mother's Day or canceling it altogether in some cases? Not only that, but there might be a certain Mandela effect that is doing the same thing why do they want to erase women? In other news, Elon Musk appointed a new CEO, which by the way, is a woman, which has both the left and the right freaking out. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Well, join Simon and I as we dive deeper into these topics. Plus, we'll go over the top 10 weirder news of the week. We'll have a dig deep live Q&A. And, of course, there's always the fan favorite, the Bendella effect. So we'll see you guys out on the edge. Simon, how are you doing? I am well. I'm ready. I'm ready to defend the mothers. That, yeah, man, this is... uh, I, 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 I don't even know... You know, I'm I'm, it's I, I crazy. I'm not surprised, but no, it's not surprising.
1: I guess it's just when there's the level, you know, when they do these certain campaigns, when it's this level of coordination where you're like, wow, they're using everything they have right now. So it's going across all the media. It's in the schools. It's coming from the United nations. It's like, it, it seems kind of panicky and intense on their side.
0: I know I would, I would definitely agree. So we're, we'll, <laughs> It's like, of course, and there's some very interesting headlines that I found, and some other That's things as well. So, let's get into yeah. Before we do all that though, um, this is really fascinating. I want to show this. We there's a seven thousand year old road that was discovered in Croatia, um, and underwater actually. Uh-huh. So yeah, this was dating back to almost twenty thousand bc
1: that's amazing
0: yeah it's really super fascinating um of course like that that has such a uh, a lot of history there and there's a lot of uh supposed links to atlantis in that area too so right um, but yeah it just goes to show like who knows what the heck is truly under the ocean,
1: <laughs> I know the ocean. Like uh, it's such an amazing, amazing mystery. I would, I would be totally down to explore some ocean depths. But at the same time, I'm kind of terrified of dark waters. It really like, freaky. That just freaks. Since I was a little kid, we we used to like I, we had a cottage growing up, and I used to go. You know, out at night and sometimes I would consider going in the water, but I was always freaked out about some sort of slimy creature that I couldn't see in the water touching me and I just didn't like the idea that I couldn't see the creatures that were in there. I don't like it. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see what's in there.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird. I I think because uh I I don't know. I have just I've always had this it, there there's that, I I forget what it's called, but it's a fear of of like you know the the water like the open water when when you're like really deep uh, or or like you even if you're on top and you're like you're underwater like you look yes. down like 200 feet down i forget what what that's called um it's weird because i it's like sometimes when i think about it it, it brings this like sense of calmness and peace it, <laughs> and and i don't know maybe i feel like i had some connection to uh to uh, dolphins or, or something like that maybe so. you
1: were a dolphin What's
0: i doing? know i used to, it was like one point i'm like maybe at some point or i swam with dolphins at one point or maybe a mermaid <laughs> merman <did>. merman yeah <laughs> it's pretty funny but um yeah i and actually really fascinating there's somebody i was talking to uh here in florida and they were telling me that their girlfriend was um scuba diving off the coast of in the Gulf of Mexico off of like where Fort Myers is and kind of out there and um she swears she saw a pyramid structure underwater and the problem was that because like you're in open water she couldn't remember exactly where it was and she's of been course. out there a couple times trying to find it and and she can't find it now. So I was like, dude, we gotta do this. We gotta take a trip out there and see if we can find all this yes. stuff.
1: So. That's a great idea. Go out there with Ooh. some good equipment, record the whole thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, seriously. It'd be really awesome. So I mean, you know, they keep saying that they've only explored five percent of our ocean, but most likely they score they they they've observed and research like 95 percent of the ocean it's just that they don't want to tell us the 90 percent that they're finding now
1: <laughs> yes or the bases that they built or whatever the heck they're doing down there
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah it's really funny but i have never been believe it or not as much as i love the water i've never been scuba diving i've been snorkeling multiple times. i've i've actually snorkeled in like caves before in mexico like uh, and you know you 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 they like bring you down through a rope in these caves and you're like in these caves and everything. It was really, it was spelunking? really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I have been doing I, I have word. done that. And then it got <laughs> you to <laughs> spelunking. And then, um, yeah. And, and like some of the areas, it's the same thing. It, it it's just like down below, it's just a drop of like 50 feet straight down. So pretty hollow pretty.
1: earth, man. I want to get into that hollow earth. I want to do it. I'm going to get in there.
0: Yeah. The yeah, only yeah. thing I could never do, I, I, I would be terrified of like going underwater and having to swim through like an opening to go through the other side. That's something I would never be able to do. But um, but if I could see the other side, I wouldn't mind like, you know, if I had to like just swim under underwater. On
1: right. It's about not knowing if there's anywhere yeah. to come up. Yeah. Yeah. That would uh-huh. be
0: that would be that would be very scary. I don't think I could do that. All Are right, we
1: going into the Mandela effect.
0: Yeah, let's go into this because this is this has caused some debate among people I know, and uh, right. I wanted to hear your take on this yes. and on what you remember. So let's get I- in. All right. All right. So, um, this this is super fascinating. Actually, a fan uh, sent me this, and I I didn't know about this this Mandela effect, and some people. Of course, you know, with Mandela effects, some people remember it one way. Some people remember it a different way. But the painting is the American Gothic painting by Grant Wood. What do you remember of this painting? Who who are the two people that you remember in this painting?
1: Okay, wait, I need to pull up the painting now. Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah, actually, Lindsay, can you click on the link of the of the painting here? And actually I found there's a couple of Mandela effects related to this painting. And and I do find wait, didn't the guy was there was there a hat? No, there was not that I remember. Turn around. No, remember okay, let show. me let me just ask you this. Okay, be pointed. Yeah, yeah. Who is who 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 is the woman? <laughs> do you remember you' you' you're can you're, you're, you're Canadian, so it's I like am. this this may not be you know I remember this painting relevant to you so is it his wife or is it his daughter I would say wife okay so a lot of people remember this as the farmer and his wife. however, it is his daughter Really <laughs> yeah and the, 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 there's like articles now like yes the, this farmer the american gothic painting it no it is not his wife it is his daughter and and, and it's like because everyone you talk to seem to remember it as his wife um this this is these are the real people way older um on the right here and that's the woman that played you know that that posed for it they, they actually didn't know each other in real life um he was a dentist not even a farmer now i don't even know if that's the mandela effect or not if if like they were really actually truly married or whatever the other really weird thing that i'm finding is her dress color i'm finding it blue and red in certain aspects so um can you click on the plate with with the painting Lindsay? before we go into the American housewives or the real housewives see oh, here sure. it is blue and she has very specific gray hair here yes
1: whoa
0: yes yeah. So that's exactly it why and 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 if it really you know so this is really fascinating and also other people remember her looking straight on and not off to the side where they're both looking straight on
1: yes that, uh, oh. that sounds familiar to me only in terms of like cultural references. I remember memes or something mm-hmm. with them gazing straight forward. And I don't know me. I just remember memes playing off of that, like making creepy versions of it.
0: Right. Yeah. Lindsay, can you play the real housewives intro or you could just play that part of the intro at least. So this, this is the intro for, oh, desperate housewives. I'm sorry. I thought I said real housewives. I don't know what the. I've never seen the show, so I don't know. <laughs> So, So this is like, you know, this young girl comes in and then, you know, it's like, it's, so if it's his daughter, then that would make zero sense whatsoever. That That's intro right. would That's no right. longer make sense. Because, the whole point of
1: it is to reference a wife. Yes. Yes. Okay. So they thought that at least.
0: Yes. And um, so this is another really fascinating thing is the can you click on this original sketch, Lindsay? And this
2: says aged sardines. So it's like his wife got too old.
0: Oh, yes. my gosh. You're absolutely right. Yes. Yeah. Weird, right? So this painting um, was painted around 1920s, 1930s. It was right before the Great Depression which is why the painting became so popular. It it kind of was like the American staple for representing the great depression. It's like the farmer and his wife that that's why everyone remembers this as the farmer and his wife struggling to kind of make ends meet during the great depression. And as soon as it was painted, it kind of became a, a American icon almost immediately from grant wood. This is literally a, um, um, a sketch from wood, from Grant Wood. And what's interesting about this is it has both of them looking straightforward. Yes. So that's fascinating in itself. Um, there's a lot of um, parodies through this. There was even an article by mental. F- okay. Yeah. So this is what see. So, okay. Now it's granted, this, woman. this is a parody, but yes, they have an old woman. And what's really interesting. You said a hat, Simon, that the one is actually wearing a hat. So I don't know. I I, I don't remember a hat, but (laughs) it is quite possible. Now, obviously these are, these are like two people that are, um, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know if if that's, I don't even know who this is supposed to represent. This is some kind of thing. So here's, I mean, again, these are all like, you know, satires and parodies, but here she's, she, they do have her here with gray hair. So you know wow. it is it very it, it's all super interesting and um and then can you so there was another one that she showed too um with them looking forward and then so there's an article from Mental Floss that um it was like something about 15 things you do not know about the American Gothic because it's it's weird. It's almost like the whole factual basis on this painting seemed to almost change. But one of them it says it says American Gothic does not p- pr- depict husband and wife. Maybe, <laughs> but, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's really strange. Um, but if you. Now, my brother is one of those people who, who remembered it as the daughter. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I don't even I wouldn't even not, I wouldn't even known that. Like, I, I just assume I mean, not assume, but it, it, I just remember the woman being old and, and she's not really old anymore. So. Yeah,
1: this one plate, is a very strange. The plate, one to the plate me. was huge to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: the plate with the blue dress and the gray hair why does that even exist
0: yes the plate is big because okay you're not just going to recreate that from a memory right no. I, I mean there's it's too many fine details in it from the windows from even her dress and and, and the ironic thing is her dress is blue and that one not red and then of course she has gray hair so um
1: that's some good stuff that's some good Bendella. <laughs> i love it <laughs>
0: yeah it's pretty interesting um yes yeah, a lot of people in the chat are saying dude i i remember it was his wife like i i've always said it was his wife um, clearly
1: that was iconically like what people thought
0: yeah now some people are like maybe they interpret the painting as being his wife but it's not that I just remember it being his wife. Like you're, you're just told it was, it was the wife and the farmer who, who were like the struggling couple yeah. through the great depression. Like that's the how struggling
1: it. father, daughter in the great. What?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why would there be a painting about
0: that? Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And I guess the, the painter knew the woman in it, but um, yeah. Huh? Very, very, very interesting. So yeah,
1: yeah because really like the painting you'd have to go through a lot of trouble to shift those details in that plate. Like it would be annoying to be honest. Right. To yeah, shift. Lindsay,
0: can you can you bring up that plate again?
1: It cuz it's like very detailed gray hair, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like they went out of their way to give it like textured gray hair.
0: Yes. Yeah. Why? Why would you do and, that? And and she looks and like her face looks a little bit older like they they added more shadows or something.
1: Yes. Oof. But that's a good one. That's a really good
0: one. Oh my gosh, I actually had screenshots too and I completely forgot to show them. Oh. Hey, Lindsay. Okay, sorry you guys. I I completely forgot I had these. Um actually i can i think i can show it on my screen here there is one in particular that i want to show because it actually shows a figure figurine and um er let me just share my screen real quick i forgot i had these so it it, it so a couple of these were actually on ebay on listings and um having a hard time sharing my do you screen. want to do a trailer Ben and then when yeah. we come back you can show them um actually I got it right here it's cool so here she is again and she has gray here here these are figurines that were created and I mean I don't know these are figurines right so she's looking straight on I I don't know. It might be awkward if you created figurines and she's like looking to the side or something like that, you know, but a lot of people do remember her looking straight on. So kind of interesting stuff. All right. Yeah. Anyway, really cool. I thought this was a very interesting Mandela effect, say at least. So, all right, you guys, we are, uh, Yeah, we're going to play a trailer, right, Lindsay? Yes, we are. All right, so we'll get back. And when we get back, you guys, we have um, all of our major news and updates on Mother's Day. A vast secret history,
2: a lost ancient civilization, an empire they tried to erase. Tartaria's hidden past is just as fictional as Atlantis, or is it? Humanoid giants, magical creatures that shouldn't exist, dogmen, centaurs, magicians, and evil spirits. Why did the Soviet communists remove all traces of Tartaria from their books? Why was it so important to wipe Tartaria off the face of the earth? Take a glimpse into the truth of the past. You were never supposed to know.
0: So did Genghis Khan's ancestors and the Tartarians really discover America? Was Tartaria a global civilization?
2: Forgotten maps. The Journals of Marco Polo, Ancient Structures, Evidence of Advanced Technology. Edge of Wonder brings you Tartaria.
0: All right, you guys, you can find that series that Rob and I did on Edge of Wonder um, on Rise.TV along with all of our other massive series that we've done. Um, Again, we've probably done hundreds of videos. We have so many series on there. Um, And along with other content creators such as Simon, who's uh, hosting with me tonight, and he has his show, um, Worlds Within, along with you have your comedy special yeah. That's, and what was it called again? The comedy special. The comedy special was theorized about conspiracies,
1: and then the sketch show was Simon Essler's dystopian imaginarium.
0: That's right, dystopian imaginarium, and that's all on Rise TV. Um, really, really funny stuff. He did an amazing job doing all of that.
1: I was talking to someone about that today about how long it took me to do the the final sketch. In the final episode of Dystopian Imaginary, more I made seven copies of myself, all talking to myself. Yeah, <laughs> that was, <that's> so hard. <laughs> it's good. It was all the Simons from different timelines. January of the year. Oh, yeah.
0: That yeah it is hilarious, man. That's really <laughs> funny. All right. all right. Um. So yeah. So for those of you uh, watching us on Rumble, please subscribe to our Rumble channel and. Um, come over to rise.tv where you can really experience all of our content for only $9.99 a month. And we have some really great things over there. And of course, Robin, um, John Vivanco has their medical or metaphysical series as well. So very cool. All right. So we, let's get into uh, this Mother's Day stuff.
1: Yes, let's do it. Let's dive in because this is a pretty... I was finding things all day. It was bigger than I even thought when I first stumbled upon my initial discoveries. Much bigger than I thought.
0: Well, when you first started telling me about it, I I, I thought, um, Mother's Day? Like, what are they doing for Mother's Day? And then I I thought, oh, then I realized, oh, they're trying to cancel Mother's Day.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they're super hard trying to cancel Mother's Day. They're working really hard. The... The United Nations stuff kind of shocked me too. That there's schools here in Canada. I mean, I guess we'll get to all this, but there's schools in Canada citing the United Nations as their source to cancel Mother's Day and Father's Day. It's aggressive. So let's. But you found these articles that I hadn't seen before.
0: Yeah. So there was a. Um, so I just typed in. Uh, I forget what I, exactly what I typed in. I think I said like Mother's Day canceled or something like that. And the first thing that came up was a Snopes headline. Actually, before you show this, Lindsay, go to Snopes because um, I thought this was really ironic. Are Democrats trying to change Mother's Day to Birthing People's Day? And and it just kind of uh, blasts a lot of like quote unquote like conservative. Like right meaning people saying like no 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 one's trying to can no one's trying to change the terminology of mother's day they're just trying to cancel it altogether. <laughs> so <it's, laughs> and if you don't and so that that's what snopes got wrong it's like no they're not going to change it to birthing people's day they're just trying to cancel it and so Um, the, the second thing that popped up for me was this next article.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because the UN is promoting international parents day instead.
0: Interesting. International parents day. So, so it's like, that's the problem with Snopes. It's like, they just take one aspect of it, like birthing people like, no, we're not trying to change it, but it's like, they won't address the other aspects or, or what, what could be what they're trying to change it to the so this headline is mother's day is looking like a hard pass for me this year and it's written by this woman but that wasn't the original headline so if you because that's not what showed up on the google search so when you look in the url the original the original headline is why mother's day should be canceled this year
1: ah, said <laughs> it right out uh-huh. <laughs> yes. I see. I see.
0: You can see it on so Lindsay, zoom in underneath the pop sugar and above the headline. If you zoom in, no 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 no. Go on top, like right, right, right there where you have your right there. If you oh, zoom there it in, is. Why yep. Mother's Day should be canceled this year. That was the original headline. <sighs> and they changed it. Probably because they realized it was a little bit too much. But because it's in the in the URL, it looks like it's still there. But that was the headline that came up on Google search, and when I clicked on it, I was like, "Oh, that's the, the, because Google will, will usually um, index once once the article goes live. It, it takes a while. Sometimes it can take a while. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't change on the Google search either, depending on what you search for, too. So that
1: <laughs> why is this person so upset about Mother's Day? Jeez."
0: Yeah, the, the,
1: the end of the article, and Fathers, this goes the same for you come June. <laughs> Just a threat to cancel Father's Day at the end. <laughs> no, we will not. We will not. Because the, the problem is all of this in tandem. If it was one article, big deal. It's the massive systemic push. That's what's dangerous all at once.
0: Well, and yeah, you so you were collecting a bunch of um, screenshots, yeah. From um, and actually, before we show that, I want to show one thing. Hold on, where? Okay, so I did. So here's here's the screenshot. I typed in Mother's Day being canceled, and then this the Snopes article came up. But then why Mother's Day should be canceled this year. Schools change Mother's Day to, pro- to promote inclusivity and diversity. I think this is in Canada. Yeah, yeah Canada.
1: <laughs> oh, it's bad here.
0: Um, five reasons it ne- mo- dreading Mother's Day. Five reasons why it needs to be gone forever. <laughs> it's so over the top. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. So, um, okay, Simon, Lindsay's going to show some of these screenshots that you found and you can kind of explain some of these.
1: Okay, so this is this crazy, massive campaign. So you have all these brands all use their email lists to send out the opportunity to opt out of Mother's Day. And it's a huge number. I mean, you have like Etsy and... uh, DoorDash,
0: fries. Well, scroll, scroll, through these, Lindsay, if you can. Yeah, Levi's, Levi's.
1: and all of them. It's like you know, it's all about opting out of Mother's Day. That on Mother's Day is a difficult time, or that people are sensitive. That you know, Mother's Day can be inappropriate or disturbing or uh, upsetting. And so, wait, all
0: wait. these companies. And that was so ironic because that was a strawberry in a in a shape of a heart that was like cut, and then it's like opt out of Mother's Day. Yeah, They won before. I don't know if that is a prize. Yeah.
1: So, you know, it's
0: the language
1: to me, like the coordinated language where I'm like, they're all saying opt out of Mother's Day, like almost all of them. And just there's variations on it sometimes. But the point is that how did it come to be that all of these different brands all sent out emails this year together saying, do you want to opt out of Mother's Day? And some of them... Language, man, they really the war on language is the war on thoughts is the war on culture.
0: Birth givers, birth persons, birthers. Wow.
1: Lindsay persons, can you
0: go to dictionary.com and just look up woman. Yeah,
1: let's see what they've got right now.
0: Yeah, I'm really curious about this. I think they've changed
1: it. I think I did a reel about this a long time ago. I remember them changing I, it. I would I would like to Yeah. An adult female person a female employee or representative to put into the company of a woman to equip a staff woman. Okay, now let's see what female is relating to or being a woman. Okay, so I don't see anything super
0: woke here. I I don't either. Hey, that's good. Maybe it was something (laughs) else. Maybe it was... um, Combination of six characters. Hmm.
1: It was the other big popular dictionary that did it. Webster's. Yeah, I think it was Webster's. I think it was Webster's that changed it, and uh, they, 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 (laughs) I think it was some sort of loop where the all they would do was I don't know what it is now, an adult female person.
0: You're absolutely right. Huh. What is that?
1: An adult female. Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. Go down. Go down. <laughs> what, 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 what is this example? I'm a chocolate woman through and through. White <laughs> <laughs> of West banana pudding cupcake and I was sold. Oh, okay. What?
1: Why? But why is that the example?
0: <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> it's kind of weird <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man I, I would love to go on the way back machine to see if anything has changed with that I'm, I'm kind of curious actually guarantee, um,
1: again someone extremely anxious has been like manipulating these things trying to keep up with the woke agenda just like I think I talked about this last time that Hedwig and the Angry Inch film
0: Yes, you did.
1: Right? How they were changing the IMDB description, like it's changed three or four times over the years. Same thing. Just have anxious this anxious panic to keep up with the with the woke narrative that changes so fast. Like it's so incredibly speedy, the rate at which they try to manipulate culture and thought, it's like so disorienting. It used to be so much slower. God, that was so, so incredibly quick.
0: <laughs> so I was looking up, uh, so 2005, actually, okay, here, let me show this. This is kind of, fat. I mean, it's not like a whole lot with, there's not even really a whole lot there in general, but. um, oops, Just a second, here we go. So this is from 2005, what was originally on the Webster di- Dictionary. Okay.
1: An adult female person, a woman belonging to a particular category, as by birth, residence, membership, or occupation. Womankind, distinctively feminine, feminine in nature.
0: A f- a female servant or personal attendant. You're not going to see that on the other one. <laughs> Oops, something happened there. Lost it. There we go. So it comes from the combination of of wife plus man. Interesting. That's where woman came comes from. I didn't even know that. Oh. Says, from
2: old English, whiffman from with woman, wife plus man, human being. Wow.
0: Did you know that? I, I didn't, didn't know, know that.
1: that. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go back to whiffman. <laughs> I'm going to go the other direction with Oh, things. man. Bring yeah. back Whiffman.
0: <laughs> That's kind of interesting. I didn't know that. It makes sense. I can understand oh, it. Withman. Well, speaking of women, um, Elon uh, announced a new CEO, actually. Um, I forget her Linda, name Linda, Linda
1: Yacarino. Yeah, I guess that's how it's pronounced. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know what to make of this, to be honest. Um, so she was, she did, she's a executive chair for the World Economic Forum. Um, There are videos where she is promoting masks and being vaccinated. So um, a lot of people, well, what's funny and ironic Is that, like, looking on Twitter, this is, yeah, if we want to play this. Okay,
1: let's see. Who's this lady?
0: This is her. I don't know what year this was.
2: The Acarino here, class of 1980. We're not here to talk about that. We are here to talk about masking up or packing up. I promise you, we're doing good so far. Just keep your distance, get your hands washed often, get tested often, and wear your mask. That'll get us closer and closer to normal days. We are resilient. We are tough. Keep doing it. And we'll be back at Beaver Stadium before you know it. Mask up or pack up. We're almost
1: there. We are. Okay. All right. That's not a great sign. And I see the World Economic Forum thing here. Yes that's yep. rough that's rough i mean see elon is so unpredictable because elon is aware of the world economic forum he's aware of those things pretty sure i've seen him speak to that to an extent
0: so what is he thinking here what is I he really up to that is the big question um and you know i'm trying to find he uh he he responded Okay, actually here, this is, um, okay, Lindsay, if you can show this tweet here. I was sorry, I was trying to find this earlier. Yep. So this is Elon, and then he responds to this guy named Billboard Chris. You can read this.
1: Oh, yeah, Billboard Chris. He's great.
0: Okay. Well, so he's Elon says, I'm excited to welcome Linda Yacchiano as a, the new CEO of Twitter. Um, she will focus primarily on business operations while I focus on product design and new technology. Looking forward to working with Linda to transform this platform into X, the everything app. And so he's just kind of commenting on, on his own comment there. And if you scroll down a little bit, Munzee, then, okay. You want to read that? You want to read from billboard Chris here? Do you see it, Simon?
1: Yeah. Okay. During her interview with you, she was most excited about your initiative to limit limit reach of tweets which are deemed hateful. Freedom of speech, not freedom of reach. In fact, that was her main selling point to the advertising execs in the audience as she kept coming back to it. She went on to chastise you twice for tweeting after 3 a.m. because people are concerned about that sort of behavior. What? She also wanted advertising execs to be part of an influence council within Twitter. She's not here to improve the user experience. She wants Twitter to be a safe space. She represents advertisers, and her natural inclination is to limit speech and pander to those who push woke ideology on the world. You will have to watch her like a hawk. She was also thrilled to spend... Oh, how much is that?
0: $100 million.
1: Oh, $100 million on social justice initiatives while at NBC and forwarded government authoritarian propaganda that... The way back to a normal life was to wear your mask. No doubt, she'll bring in advertising revenue in the short term, but she is a long-term mistake.
0: When Elon responded to this, I hear he your said, concerns. Yeah.
1: But don't judge too early. I am adamant about defending free speech, even if it means losing money. Okay. All right. Do we want to read Billboard? Oh, he goes on for a while. <clears throat>
0: yeah, he does. He just says basically. Well, can you? Oh, here's the interview with her. Can you go back up, Lindsay? He's just saying, "I believe you. You have always shown this to be true with your actions, which speak far loudly than words." Huge part of my personal campaign is driven by concern about the erasure of free speech and in Western society. And he's like, "Children are being maimed and sterilized due to a pseudo-religious belief that they are born in the wrong body." And then he just kind of goes on from there about you know how we can speak our mind. The, this craze is promoted by the WEF. Yeah, And everything, the mainstream and every mainstream uh, media organization. And honestly, NBC, where Linda does come from, um, is, is from my understanding, one of the worst ones they, they they have been pushing the world economic forum agenda, communism. And, um, they're the ones that attacked us too on edge of wonder. So Rob and I, I had a massive article and they brought us into it. So, um, Like, this is really weird, you know, but I mean, the thing is, we don't know what kind of conversations they had and other people are saying like, you know, there's other people on the left that are upset by her, by certain things she's done too. So, I mean, I think, you know, Elon doesn't want to cater to one side and I think he's all about free speech. So it's, it's just going, you know, like, again, we don't really know what kind of conversations Linda Plus, you and- know, to
1: the, the 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 environment and the culture of Twitter now is very critical of people like this. Like, she will feel the burn if she does anything. She That's will get true. Slammed on Twitter, and like it will be known. And I kind of like that now. That it's like because people aren't being censored in the same ways, uh, people are being held to account on Twitter, and they're getting ratioed when they mess up.
0: yeah so supposedly she, i mean I, yeah that's the main thing you just want somebody money but the fact that she's part of the world economic forum does make me be like what is he doing you know mm-hmm. um so we will see
1: yeah we gotta watch we gotta watch and see
0: yeah um i don't know We'll I like that happening. he triggers both
1: sides, though. I gotta say, I I appreciate that about Elon. He's, like, constantly triggering the right and the left. I'm like, that's a good sign. People are too identified with politics. <laughs> They're so caught in it. It's not good. It's not healthy.
0: I agree. So, yeah, I guess we'll see. I don't know. You know, it, it, Um.
1: Okay, what are, what are we moving on to next? Yeah,
0: is is the world economic Forum going to take over Twitter? That that's been a very um...
1: well. We'll see. I don't know. This is the first I've heard about Elon mentioning transforming it into X, the everything platform. I yeah,
0: don't... he's been wanting to do this for a while, so he's already been creating. And that was that was. It seems like the initiation or the initiative to purchase Twitter would then be to combine everything under this new platform and, um, change Twitter. So. I don't
1: know, <sighs> but what does that mean? What else does he wanted to do? I,
0: um, well, I know the other aspect is becoming a video platform too, to compete against YouTube, especially now, like right oh, yes. now, YouTube is going really hard against, uh, more, um, accounts this week. And uh, a lot of people have been demonetized on Twitter. Oh,
1: interesting. Hey, a fan just sent us this, that Trump appointed Linda to a council on fitness and nutrition in 2018. So this is someone that Trump has pulled forward into a position of relative power.
0: And this appointment comes hour after Trump slammed NBC on Twitter. That's really interesting.
1: Fascinating. I love it. I love it. I love the uh, little gray zone, keeping everyone's minds open. That's good stuff. Andrew. I mean,
0: It would be pretty awesome if she was really working for, you know, more of the awake side of things and she's yeah. on the world economic forum and she could be like, yeah, this is all the things that they want to do. Well, but thank it, you and- to
1: full disclosure for sending that link. That's a good call. That's very insightful.
0: Thank i feel you. like all of this is just a massive game of chess it is it's <laughs>
1: it's like like 10 it's like d chess it's like so many <laughs> layers because then if there's if there's any time travel involved the layers the layers of warfare are inconceivable
0: so speak you brought up time travel you know so i i was uh, the my last tuesday show i was kind of talking about ai and time travel and all this aspect of things and what kind of sparked that? And I haven't been able to find it, but somebody I personally know said they watched Elon's interview live with um, Bill Maher, and he he somehow or somewhere he mentioned AI in time traveling and how they are uh, the like the AI is so sophisticated now that it can communicate. With other AI using like the quantum computers, basically, and I haven't been able to find this anywhere, and I don't. So I mean, they they said they 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 saw it, and there was a couple people that were telling me about this, but it was on the lot only like during the live, and then I, I it's like obviously it's not there now. So I don't know if anybody else has heard this or not, but that was kind of what what. I was kind of thinking about with the show and then it's it's just a fascinating concept when you think about that because then that could potentially lead to uh mandela effects and other things that are going on and then yeah
1: it's important to think of because with the quantum stuff you can get into the entanglement principle right yes you could have molecules entangled across time which opens up this whole capacity to communicate through time
0: right because in in the quantum realm the the they can a particle can be in different states simultaneously at the same time and which you know then it says like well it can't go faster than the speed of light but if they're traveling in a in a time space that's so much faster than ours in that time it it kind of is if you're looking at it from a different time space perspective but um and then the question is, if that's possible, could it communicate with something way in the past? Like, let's say there was some kind of technology that exists like 15,000 years ago. Is it possible that it could like leave a message for itself in the future and this other reality where it could get that message and kind of bring it back? And then, you know, there's just it's like yeah, a lot of possibilities, a lot of possibilities. I know, and it sounds so science fiction, but when we start talking about how they're using quantum computers and CERN and creating black holes and all this stuff, and then the Mandela effect. And I think the Mandela effect makes things – this is why I think I like it so much, because it it makes things real, like tangible, actually. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's
1: like something you can actually experience directly. Yes. Regularly.
0: Yeah, like I, I had a friend the other day, and I wish I would have recorded him because we were talking about, and he, he's like, he, 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 he's into it. He knew a few things, but we got on the topic of the Statue of Liberty, and he's from New York, and so I asked him where the Statue of Liberty was, and then he said Ellis Island, and I was like, yeah, Liberty Island, and he's like, I never even heard of Liberty Island, <laughs> <laughs> and he was just his mind was just so blown. I mean, he name we were talking about how the world during world war one, the bomb, the Germans bombed, bombed us over here to hit the statue of Liberty and like all the stuff. And, but, but, you know, it just made me think about this and it, and it it was like for him and he, he was just in this kind of like weird funk for a while because I could see how his mind was just thinking about all these things. And, and then it just, it, all of a sudden it makes something tangible. It's like, i I know I'm not misremembering something, you know, it's like, I remember it this way. And, and you know, the Sinbad Shazam movie is such a great example because so many people can remember even details about the movie and it doesn't even exist.
1: You know, and this relates deeply to free thought. I talk about this a lot because, you know, there's this definition of free thought that is you use logic, reason, and empiricism to understand reality without dogma, authority, and tradition. But the empiricism is the key part because empiricism is the philosophy that truth is is experienced through the body, through the senses, that it is your body that is giving you the most clear truths that you can actually build a foundation upon. And I really, I, I stay very close to that philosophy. And this is like what I like about the Mandela effect as well. It's like you, you have to learn to trust your body. And there's so much out there that's telling us not to trust our own experiences mm-hmm. and to distrust our senses which is antithetical to the capacity to think freely. It's why I got into ufology and, you know, in that whole area because I had had so many personal experiences. It wasn't even just my own curiosity. I grew up seeing things in the sky that I couldn't explain and I had to follow my own experience. You know, And I think it's an important thing for people, especially people who are interested in researching es- esoteric topics like this, because you should try to follow from experiences you've had in your own life. Because if you get lost in rabbit holes, but you've had no personal experience, I mean, you could go forever with that. And then it becomes just like a mental trip into spaces of information that are hard to ver- really verify. So I encourage people to try to follow their own experiences.
0: I, the would way. Agree. I would agree. Well, you guys, we're about ready to head over on Rise.TV to finish this um, conversation, get into your questions, because there's... So many cool questions, and we're going to get into our top 10 weirder news of the week. But before we jump over there, Simon, why don't you tell people where, you can, where they can find you? And you also have the documentary that you, yes. you um, just published, Cut. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely go check
1: out Cut, Daughters of the West. You can go to daughtersofthewestfilm.com where you can get it. It's a video on demand there. Uh, that will also give you access to a bonus feature, which is a film I wrote called Vague Rules, and it has a good overlap with, with Cut because it teaches people about communist warfare and the way it was used for a number of different things. So go check out Cut. Uh, you can also click the link to host a screening. If you're interested in hosting a screening in your community, we could figure that out. And if you know people struggling with gender ideology and all of that, there's a resources section that you can share with families and parents and people who are involved in that whole struggle. You can go to simonesler.com to check out my whole portfolio that has uh, trailers to all of my work, including my all my content at Rise TV, my documentary, Superorganism, Organism, uh, that's on Dauntless Dialogue. And uh, I'm most active on Instagram, so come follow me on Instagram. It's Simon underscore Esler 1111, where I'm working closely with Mom Army and Dad Army. I'll give them a follow as well. And you can find me on Twitter as Simon Esler and all of that. So come join, awesome. join my battle.
0: Sounds great. So, guys, yeah, we're going to leave Rumble, Facebook, Ganjing, World, Twitter, and everywhere else we're streaming. And we're going to go over to Rise.TV. For just $9.99 a month, you can come over and join us to support our work. Um, Of course, we have our live Q&A during every live show that we do. And then this show, we will get into our top 10 weirder news of the week, which is pretty much one of the highlights of the show. And don't forget that your support lets us do these deep dives and bring you the truth that the censors don't want you to hear. So check out this trailer, and then we'll see you over on Rise TV. Hidden
2: beneath the Sphinx, there are whispers of a secret. Tucked away in Antarctica, far from the modern world, are ancient monuments and classified military operations. Pyramids found all around the globe may be covering up more than the ancient civilization of Egypt. But go back, back all the way to Atlantis. we uncovered the truth about ancient Atlantis, Antarctica, and Egypt, and how their secrets may change everything we think we know about history. Advanced technology, psychic predictions come true, a Nazi search, and pyramid. Hollow Earth, warm oases, secret military operations, and pyramids, sacred geometry, the Sphinx's hidden treasure, elongated skulls, and the most famous pyramids of all. What do the secrets of our past mean for humanity today? Find out in Edge of Wonders series. Ancient Civilizations.
0: All right. Yeah, let's get into our, um, we're going to do our Dig Deep Q&A. All
1: right.
0: (laughs) Let's do it. All right. All right. Let's
2: look at these here.